0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode
1: of the Sochi Slays Podcast. I'm Heather. I'm Chauncey, and today we have one of the most wonderful people I've ever met, one of the dopest women I've ever met, and a woman who can go on an event, live her best life all at the same time. Here is Phoebe Sherman. Please introduce yourself to the Sochi Slays community. We're super excited to have you.
2: Hi, thank you so much for having me. Really just an honor to be here and to see your faces again. Um, I know we met a couple years ago at um, a lovely conference, and it was great to be on a panel with you both. Um, And yeah, I'm Phoebe Sherman. I'm the founder of Pearl Gang Craft. We are a community for creatives. Um, We were located in Oakland, California, and I recently moved to Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, We still have events and team members on the West Coast, but are also trying to build over here on the East Coast. And uh, we host Craft Fairs for Creatives we have a feminist apparel line and we host our own podcast and classes and courses to help entrepreneurs succeed. Yes. Yes. I love it.
0: We cannot like do all of that without, you know, our communities and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I feel like for today's topic, uh, we're definitely going to answer a lot of the questions that I think a lot, I don't know about you Phoebe, but like Chauncey and I, we, we are constantly asking ourselves this question about like how to engage our community. What the heck does our audience want? Um, What, what can we do better to serve them? Um, All the
1: time.
0: Right. And then, and, and I mean, Chauncey, like we, you know what I even think on that panel that we were all on, That question was asked, like, how do we build or how did you build an engaged community
1: on on your social platforms and even in person
0: because you do grow, Game Craft
1: events, Phoebe? Yeah, Yeah, like, I feel like since the last time we did that question, I was like, what, two, two years ago now? So of course, I feel like all our answers have totally changed since, you know, like the pandemic and everything. But Phoebe, give us an insight. How did you build your community? Because you have like actual like in-person events regularly. And mind you, I still have like the merchandise I bought from your event on my like backpack, my work backpack. So thank you.
2: Hey, okay. okay, let me give you a little background. So I started making uh, feminist apparel um, and then I was sort of going around the craft fair world and trying to figure out how to sell my work and uh, connecting with other creatives. And a lot of the craft fair are expensive to participate in and also exclusive. Like I wasn't always getting in. And so I just wanted a space to sell my work. So I just gathered some of um, the creatives that I had met in the craft fair world um, at a cafe in Oakland. And there were 15 of us selling our work. And so that was really the beginning of Girl Gang Craft. And, you know, I had always been a people person. I taught yoga. I was the waitress. Um, I was always, you know, planning our college parties. So I'm a natural, like, gatherer of humans. And I think that just sort of happened sort of organically for me. Um, and it's really kind of a beautiful thing because I realized it myself, like, what when I was, when I moved here, um, you know, I, you know, have to, like, make friends and stuff and all yes. those things. But, like, I actually felt um, really sort of grounded because I had this really beautiful online community that I created almost selfishly for myself <laughs> So <laughs> it's
1: like, it's, no there's nothing wrong with that because it's so hard to like build friendships as an adult like 100 it's it kind of so is <laughs> it's a little awkward it's awkward not little it's awkward we all okay. know that okay like, it's <laughs> So I love how you built it. You built a community selfishly for yourself but honestly you built a community that's so amazing that you're helping different artists different creative fields like I want to hear more about that like tell us more.
2: Yeah so I mean I think what was lacking is not only the space to sell but this space to connect with other creatives and the craft fair world was cool because we would all sort of like pop out behind our booth and talk to people talk to other creatives, but it wasn't really enough. Like we weren't, we were there to sell. So, um, GDC sort of developed as this craft fair, but then through the pandemic specifically, I think we were to able to sort of create community around that space and, um, through the lens of education. So I had been teaching branding classes in person and open pre-pandemic and then when the pandemic happened really sort of tried to get classes online and that sort of grew and became um, we created a six long a six week long course called level up and that sort of became more of a community space um, I had been teaching these one-off classes and realizing that I wanted to work with people in a longer capacity and to like actually be able to be like you know have the creative sort of lean on each other and be like Maybe I need a photographer. You're a photographer. Oh, you're a graphic designer. That's great. Like, can we trade? oh, I hate shipping. Like, let's talk about this, you know, whatever. And so that really gave space for um, creatives to connect with each other. And then that sort of gave us the idea for the membership. So we have a membership called The Click and we want it to be sort of uh, dismantle any negative notions about The Click.
1: Uh, Uh, But
2: but it's, you know, a space for people to get together and to like actually connect with other creatives because as an entrepreneur, you know, it's, it's lonely out there. Not everyone oh gets my goodness, it, right? you know? Yeah. There's some gatekeeping. Like we don't yes. even, ugh, what's an email list. Oh my God. Tell me about funnels. I really don't know about Facebook ads. And so like <laughs> a lot of these things we want to commiserate with other creatives about. Right. Um, and Yeah. I lost my train of thought, but
0: you did a a (laughs) really good job at kind of encompassing the need for community. Right. Like I think a lot of us kind of, once we have it, we take it for granted. We don't really know, uh, how we did it. Like, I think sometimes Chauncey and I, when we get asked, and I'm sure you get this too, Phoebe, you get asked, you're like, how did you create this engaging
1: community? And I'm like, so about that uh like <laughs> you don't we don't know the answer like you know the answer but then you don't know how to say it. it's just like a weird question like like i yeah i did this but i'm not sure it was the right answer for everyone
0: exactly you know? so it's always let's, changing let's talk about how Game craft created their community and then we can kind of talk about how so she slays did it too
1: yes tell us baby tell us what happened how did it go down how did it go down so, I guess like
2: some tips to create community is really figuring out about like what your community needs and serving that. So, you know, I created craft fairs so we could sell, created education so we could, you know, teach and learn and, you know, space for commiserating, um, you know. So, I think it's really about tapping into. I don't know, I think community and ideal client almost go hand in hand, but like not quite, but just really getting into the shoes of what people need. And, you know, I literally, I created this business for myself because I, I was the target audience. I was the person who needed a place to sell, who needed community. And so I I'm still that person, except maybe a few years later. So I actually have to like put myself in my shoes, like a few years ago and think about what I need. But beyond that, because we're not just serving ourselves, like literally asking your community what they need. And so you can do this, like, you know, really technically you can send out a survey, you can have polls in your stories. You can, I give, I give surveys after every single thing we do, like after every craftway fair, you get a survey after all of our classes, you get a survey. Um, everyone gets a survey, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> like you have to listen to what people want. And so, you know, when you get DMs or any sort of comments, you know, besides, you know, trolling and unrealistic things, you know, we're listening to that. We're listening to what people want. And we're trying to create space for that. If it's aligned and what we want also, and what we're able to do.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, Chauncey can speak to this too, because we kind of did the same thing when creating social, like we selfishly did it for ourselves. We were like, there has to be other people like us out there. And we're just going to create a space where people like us can come.
1: And there's people like
0: us.
2: (laughs) So it works
1: out. (laughs) I thought we just had these awkward sense of humor. But everyone has awkward sense of humor. So she slays like an honest, like you felt like you're speaking your truth and not feeling ashamed for speaking your truth. And I think that's what like how you build a community. You find people who just need something to feel like they belong. And I think that's really important. And I do love, Phoebe, that you say you take surveys everywhere because I'm a big like researcher myself. So I'm just like, what works? What doesn't work? How does this work? Like, looking, I remember like first meeting, you I was like, your stuff is like legit, like your whole like presentation was beautiful. And I was like, that's called research. And then like your Instagram and your social media is very like on point. And I'm like, it's called trial and error. So what are things you tried that worked and didn't work out and why? Yeah. What well a question. I know it's a lot. It's yeah. A
2: lot. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I was, I'm just trying things all the time. I mean, especially during the pandemic, like, um, yeah, we just, we tried all the things we, <laughs> you oh, girl, know,
1: us too. We could talk about Halloween things that we didn't show you guys. you be like, Oh my God, you didn't know because it wasn't going to work. So yes. Tell us what your Yeah. You, especially with your, with the girl game craft.
2: Yeah. So I guess the big one is that we had a digital summit. I'm not sure this is entirely public knowledge, but I hated it. <laughs> I really did not like it. And I will not Tell do us it again. More. Tell I us will more, not why. do a digital summit. <laughs> and like a lot of people are doing digital summits. Like I, you know, uh, I just spoke at Adobe and Adobe's uh, digital summit was really cool and engaged. I mean, they're Adobe. I'm, you know, I'm not yeah, Adobe. That's, that's but, different.
1: Different.
2: you know, I think people are doing it and succeeding. But I hated it. And so, and I, I, it was well received, but I think there was a disconnect because by allowing you to have like content that's available for recording, people weren't necessarily showing up live. And that's something I feed on. And I think our community feeds on that, like live interaction, um, you know, we throw events. So I think that felt, like something was super missing for me and I will not, I mean, you know, who, who knows what, what actually happened, but in this moment, I will not host another digital event. I think that was a big one for me.
0: Yeah. I know that a lot of times, like I'm the type of person too, where it's like, I, I did not want to do a digital summit. Like we thought about it for sure. But I think, too, it's, like, when you when you do events, it's, like, it's the people. You just want to actually be there with people doing something. Yeah, living off the just, energy. Exactly. I'm yeah. just staring at my dang screen. Um, uh, yeah, it's called Zoom fatigue. I right. think
1: we've all gotten <laughs> yeah, But the thing is, I don't mind doing it for work on Zoom. But for, like, yeah. social space I'd rather be in person. Work, I could be on Zoom all day because I'm at home. So it's better. But for, like, a yeah. minute... I want to be like out in the open. So I understand. Yeah. I think, is, like, no, like, yeah. no
2: like, I think our class like level up, it works really well on zoom and it's really a beautiful thing because we have people from all over the U S um, plus someone from the Barbados. So really international. Ooh, and like, how cool is that, that we can reach people from all over the world. And so that feels a little bit different. That feels more intimate and people are still showing up and connecting, but the summit thing is just like a different format and, but so that's the thing, right? You have to try all these things, and like maybe that seems like the same sort of thing, but it's not. And you get to like figure out how your community reacts to that, and also listen to your gut as well and see. So, what how works. did your community react to that? Was yes. it
0: something that they liked, or were they
2: were like, no, no, no? You know, I think I think the community did like the online summit. I think we were all, you know, thirsty for education. Um, and community but I think they reacted better to other things that we've offered and I think what made the our first summit so powerful is that I, it was just so fun you know like we got headshots we like did photo Ooh. you know like you're all connecting and I think that was missing from the digital summit but the online class works so it's you know it's these sort it's of minute details yeah, yeah. I think
1: that's so true. I think like certain aspects, like we learned in Soshi Slay's work for certain things. We have the same concept, but different topics and it works better for this and works better for that. But like, I think while building a brand and community, you have to have trial and error, especially and figure out what works for you and your brand. But I feel like it's always ever changing if that makes sense. Like you just can't stick to one thing, you know, anymore. You always change.
0: I think for So she Slays, too, I mean, we don't really kind of talk about behind the scenes stuff in which we've thought about or tried and failed at or tried and it was good, but not good enough for us to try and do again. Um, you know, we've gosh, what did I mean, what was really worked during the pandemic for us was our Slay at Home concerts. Very that fun. was awesome. I that was so much fun. Um, you know, our we IG lives artists, yeah, yeah. And our IG lives are slay hours. So every, you know, and we've carried it over. I mean, you know, during the pandemic when nobody could go to concerts or anything like that, like everybody at So Slays loves music and we yes. love getting to, you know, watch performances and even indie music. So it's like, you know, we would, we had a few, you know, concerts and IG live takeovers where the musicians would just go on and just perform live for our entire audience. And it was so much fun. Um, and then also, too, we kind of gave a platform for the indie artists. And then uh, we also did our IG Live every every Friday. We have an IG Live Slay Hour, and we interview people from all over, different backgrounds, wherever, you know, whatever fits, you know, the schedule and that kind of stuff or what we think our audience would find interesting. Uh, So that's kind of carried over the things that didn't work. I mean, we, we did a little bit of like a wellness retreat, which kind of worked in some classes and then kind of work. It didn't work at all. Like the classes that we thought would totally work, didn't work at all. Um, You know, we were, but out of that, we, the classes that did work, we were able to then offer, you know um, what's called the workshop you know, uh, tips to getting employed resumes, interviews, like all that kind of stuff. Um, so certain things were, you know, stemmed from things that didn't work or that only worked halfway or whatnot. So it's definitely the trial and error thing that I think all of us were talking about. It's, you know, okay, well, this didn't work, but what, what are elements that seemed to work in this, that our audience related to?
1: That's you know, so true. It's so true. Because I think, like, if we didn't do the wellness event, the virtual wellness event at the beginning of the year, we would never have Stephanie's workshop. Yeah, that's actually performed so well. So I think like, like, we all know, like certain things happen for a reason. But I think the idea that like, you learn from each mistake, like, quote, quote, mistake, you learn from if that makes sense.
0: Exactly. So I guess, you know, I, I mean, I guess we kind of answered it a little bit as far as like, how do we know what our audience likes and dislikes? I mean, we talked about surveys. We talked about just kind of, I mean, I guess there's the analytical side of things, right? Like, Do you have
2: any others?
1: (laughs) Did your gut tell you something? Yeah.
2: I mean, like I'm, I'm a big marketing geek. So like, (laughs) and like self-taught, I mean, you know, taking classes and stuff, but I didn't go, I, you know, I went to school for art and feminist studies. So (laughs) um, I just like to like seriously like study my Instagram and see what works not studying it but like you know literally check in and like (laughs) see okay that really worked. okay that's a topic that people are interested in let's dive into that you know I posted something about how to say no the other day you know I saw that yeah and it was great (laughs) because
1: it (laughs) hit right at the same time time. (laughs) we needed it like I remember I saw that I was like yes how to say no because I was like the most like oh my like how much people know and I was like this is perfect you fit a trend that works because we need to know how to say no so I love that you are a marketing you know wizard on the low oh the, on the low <laughs>
2: <laughs> so just sort of like watching to see like who reacts to what and like if you can extend that like I mean I'm not gonna like start a workshop about how to say no but that's not what I'm doing but like you know <laughs> if some if that were to really hit a note for people like figuring out how to integrate that or sort of Move in that direction. Um, The other thing I was gonna say is like I'm a big, I'm a big. You know, now that pandemic is softened or whatever, you know, being in person at things. So like we were at Renegade this past weekend in San Francisco. My team was, I wasn't there. And yeah, we're selling our product, but like also it's a marketing expense and a community expense. So my team's there. We have flyers about like our gift guide that's going live for the holiday and flyers for our craft fair. And you know, people are just they just wanna know that we're there. Like literally the other creatives wanna know that we exist there, that we see them, that we're chatting with them and then we're chatting with the other customers too. And like, that is invaluable. And so like, how can we be in places where our already existent community exists in, but also like potential new uh, adjacent audiences or communities? How do you tap into that in person and online? And I think that's the big question
0: yeah, and I mean, i I don't think that there's one right way, I don't think. Um, and I like we kind of said this offline. uh, but there's not a formula. I don't think no. like there's like a one plus one equals two. Uh, oh, as- I wish
1: it was Ooh,
0: right? <laughs> it be so much easier
1: <laughs> I wish it was, but yeah, it's not like a one plus one formula to make marketing works what hits or what doesn't hit. So like it really is trial and error, but like I wish it was a one plus one formula, to be honest with you. It'd be so much better for everyone. Well, and great. I also
0: like, and I don't know, maybe Chauncey and BB, I I mean, I I kind of bounce things off of Chauncey a lot as far as like, you know, this is what I would think would be interesting to me. I mean, <laughs> you know, why not other people? Right. So do you kind of do that
2: too? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm sort of my ideal audience, I guess. So I do like check in with myself what I need and I check in with my team and I mean, even my partner who like really doesn't quite know what's going on all the time, but like he sort of does. He's totally listening to in right now.
1: Sorry, babe. <laughs> there, <laughs> there's like a sunny happening right they, now. They need to they need to know. They need to be like, accountable to like you know ID, but he you don't is know exactly. That's all that counts. <laughs> That's all key word, support. Okay. But like, you support. know,
2: sometimes you have some great ideas, you know. And see? So,
1: he you comes know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Sometimes
2: <laughs> my mom has some great ideas, you know, talking right? to other people who are like who see what's happening and like sort of know, and then also talking to your customers so they really know.
0: Um, so that kind of leads me back to the question of, you know, businesses and what we've done and what we've tried, but what are some things that we've kind of run across that businesses do that's probably not helping as far as yes. creating an engaging community?
2: Whew. That's a big one.
1: I know, um, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's came to play.
2: I think- like when you're doing the hamster reel, like when you're, when you're sort of like focusing on all like the fluff or like all like vanity metrics or, you know, getting caught up in like all the like little things that you think you should be doing. I think you forget about your goal and yourself and your community. And I, I did this the other night because I I finally had a little like a bump on TikTok and we're like doing it and I'm like yes. doing my my content and I got like a little distracted by the content. And then like late the other night, I was like, oh my God, we have a craft fair to throw. <laughs> you know, I was like, I got distracted. And like, okay, this is also silly. I know you're in LA now. So if you go to the crab cooker in Orange County, okay, highly recommend. But there's a sign up there that says the main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. Oh, I love it. That? I love it. Yeah. So, so the main thing is to, okay, say it one more time. The main thing uh-huh. is to keep the main thing uh-huh. the main
1: thing. I love that. That's so cool. Stay focused. So, <laughs> stay, stay focused daily.
2: Yeah. So, like, how do we, like, oh my God, I should be posted on Pinterest. did she post on TikTok. Oh my God, I didn't send my email. Oh my God, I got a post. Oh my gosh. Even you
0: like,
1: talking it. about that is overwhelming. <laughs> like, it gives me, I'm like thinking, my. when you were saying that, I'm thinking, my head, what? Email, do I need to respond back for social inbox? (laughs) Or like, did I did I put this article on Pinterest? I started thinking about things we have to do. I was like, oh, the anxiety of it.
2: But how can you come back to serving your customer? And also ultimately, you running a business is because you want to run a business, right? We're all running a business because we want to eventually, or if we already are not, like, we don't want to work for anyone else. So, like, we are building a business because we want to. So, like, how can you serve yourself and serve your customer at the same time and if you're like working all the hours of the day and not resting is that the dream you know like we are doing this business to fulfill ourselves as well so like how do we make sure that we're like aligned and not stressed out all the time <laughs> you know and it's hard it's hard it's there's not an easy way to do it but like how do we sort of ground into ourselves and like make sure that we're focused and only biting off what we can chew Yeah. I mean, so what I've
0: heard in that and what Chauncey and I go back to every single time, because here's the thing is like, we aren't like perfect. Sometimes we do stray just like you, you know, uh, Phoebe, you were just talking about how you got distracted or you went, you went a different direction, all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, you kind of have the core value of what your company or your brand or whatever is, but sometimes you kind of, you know, you you go off to one side a little bit and then you're just like, oh shoot, this isn't as working as well. Like, Um, so I think the core thing is to come back to literally being authentic and just being
1: truthful and who you were when you started. Be selfless and just work on what you need to do. I think that's important. Um, And be
2: gentle to yourself if you get off. Yes. Like, you know, just come back. I literally wrote that down like the other day. I was like, craft fair, main point, quarter four. (laughs) You know, like, bring write that. (laughs) down. Yeah. So I try to be really on top of it, like, because when I was by myself, I could just write in my notebook and things would get done. But when <laughs> you have a team, you have to, like, communicate what you're doing and, like, who everyone else, what, uh, who everyone else is doing, what everyone else is doing. I mean, that's um, one of my business. Times, <laughs> hey, it,
1: whatever you, whatever nice. you like,
2: I we love also it. also like to talk about that. No, <laughs>
1: yes. um,
2: I think the most helpful thing for me this year was a life changer and this was when ooh. I decided to theme my days
1: so oh.
2: Monday's a CEO day Tuesday's internal Wednesday's creative Thursday's community and Friday is like financial or overflow and ooh, that is ooh,
1: smart that's changed that's really my life dope. that's yeah. really cool
2: Okay. Um, and that was given to me from Tiffany, Lauren Jones initially, or it was, I heard it multiple times, but that was the time it stuck, I think. Um, and <laughs> so, but it, it saves my brain because if you're switching tasks all the time, like you're not very efficient, but if you're sort of staying in the same zone, um, you're flowing through your tasks easier. You also know that everything gets done. So like, maybe I'm like, okay, I have to deal with like event permits. Uh, you know, and then I move it to my calendar for next Thursday. I don't have to think about it in this moment, you know, because I know that it's already on my calendar and it's going to get done for next Thursday. So it really saves my brain in all of, in all of the ways. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. You might inspire me. Um, to like- I mean, like pass- I was like, I was like, Ooh, I that. That. Um, and it's good, especially have you if you have another job too, because like, even if you're only working yes. on, you know, your side passion for like a couple hours, Like, I think the most important thing is to come to the desk, knowing what you're going to do that day, because otherwise we're going to sit on our phone and scroll, you know? So like, if you, if you know (laughs) what tasks you're supposed to do that day, you're going to try and do them. And like, that's going to give you direction and know that everything's accounted for. Okay. So
0: last question, I want to be able to leave this audience with some hardcore tips on how to build a engaging community because um, it's one thing to build a community. It's another thing to build something like that people want to be a part of and,
2: and talk yes. about and engage with you and speak with you. Well, I think, I mean, I think it's about engaging. So like, are you, I mean, let's talk about the digital and then IRL too. So digitally, Good. are you, <laughs> are you commenting on people back? Are you engaging with new audiences? Are you engaging with your current audience? Are you asking people what they want? Are you listening when they tell you what they want? Are you providing some sort of interactive tools? So, again, we talked about the poll feature on Instagram. Um, You know, all the little features that they provide you in your story, like use them, just use them. Um, You know, if you're ignoring everyone who reaches out to you, like you're not going to be super engaged. So, that's digitally. And then, you know, that works across platforms, you know, on TikTok, on Pinterest, on Facebook. Are you talking back to your people? Um, if you don't have the time to do that, can you hire someone else to do that? Can you hire a VA? Can you hire someone on your team to interact with people? Are you responding to your emails on time? And I'm not someone who's like respond to emails every second. I think it's fine to respond to an email three days, four days later. That's fine. Like have some grace with yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. even five days, even seven days, like, you know, maybe beyond that, we, we don't like it so much, but like, you know, and then IRL. I tell a lot of our level uppers, you know, are you talking about your business? You know, do you have your elevator pitch ready? Could you, you know, if someone in the grocery line asks you, can you, can you deliver your elevator pitch? If you know your mom's best friend asks you, can you deliver it? Cause you never know who you're going to talk to. They could be your newest ideal client. They could be, you know, the, the brand buyer at Urban Outfitters. Like you never, you never know. And so like, you need to be able to confidently talk about what you're offering, um, and that's going to attract other people to you because you know that's how you find someone who's like, oh, I want to join your team, or oh, I'm a photographer, or you know, oh, I think that class sounds really cool, let me sign up. So I think just like living and not not living and breathing your your business so much that you're not taking rest and like being a human, but like living and breathing it so you have confidence in what you're offering and like ga- gathering your people <laughs> you know like just finding people i'm i you know when i started ggc i would go to other craft fairs and literally talk to all of the artists i would hand out my business card and yeah it takes like a little bit of like guts like yeah like you know i also used to at a dolores park sell my uterus pins. like oh <laughs> and just no, really? go around <laughs> yeah and i would go around to people and be like uterus pins blah blah 10 percent goes to parenthood and it takes it takes some guts. Yes. But like people still remember me sometimes, you know, like those people remember me like the Dolores you Park.
1: Sell. <laughs> That's adorable though. Okay. That's called a hustle, guys. <laughs> That's called making a name for yourself. Okay. Cause Dolores Park if you're not from, like, the Bay Area, like, it's a big space, so, like, it's, like, the go-to scene like, on the weekends or weekdays, yeah. especially, like, the summer. So, like, this is, a call a hustle move, everyone, so please listen to Phoebe <laughs> right now. She's telling you how to hustle and make a name for yourself.
2: But, like, also, like, that's brand recognition, right? Like, even if they don't buy from you, they'll be like, oh, like, that's the that's the weird uterus girl, or, like, <laughs> you know, like, people remember that stuff, and so, like, you have to, like, keep on talking to people about what you do and how you can help them or how they can help you and like i know it's hard for uh, for introverts and i i'm an extrovert so it comes a little bit easier to myself but it's also like wrapped up in patriarchy and imposter system and uh, impos- yes. imposter syndrome so we have to fight back on that like we need to take up space what we're doing is valid let's talk about it Pre- amen i don't really think
0: i have anything to add to those oh, i have steps. nothing to say um i'm gonna piggyback <laughs> off of Everything she just said, yeah, everything and, she just says we agree. Yeah, I was like, I, I think that that's exactly what it is. And uh, please, if you did not take down notes, uh, go ahead and replay this. this, replay run that, that back, run you that back. Done. Everyone
2: should sell
1: uterus pins at yes, <laughs> and if go to be known Park. as the uterus <laughs> pin selling girl, yes. But like, everything you said, like the patriarchy, imposter syndrome, like that's all true, like, and I feel like, especially. In the recent years, we've all suffered for imposter syndrome. I just did it a couple of days ago. I was like, Am I good enough for this? And I was like, No, like, I know I am, but you just forget that for a minute. So the idea that you touch on that, it's such a beautiful thing to say because we all suffer through that. So thank you. Yes.
0: So, Phoebe, where can people find GGC, you, everything to be You're- a part of, you know, growing commu- craft,
1: your community? Yeah.
2: So you can follow me personally at Phoebe Sherman. That's P-H-O-E-B-E Sherman, S-H-E-R-M-A-N. You can follow at Girl Gang Craft on Instagram. We're also on TikTok. Um, if you're located in the Bay Area, we have craft fairs uh, December and spring, uh, hoping to have some events on the East Coast and maybe in other cities. And if you want to take classes, um, we're working on a content real class coming up. Uh, You can join our membership. There's tons of ways to get involved. I don't want to overwhelm you with all the ways to get involved. So just start by following us on Instagram and see if you're interested in what we have to serve. Awesome. (laughs) Well,
0: thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited that you were able to come on the platform and, you know, give some helpful tips on how to build a community and Slay Nation until next time. We will see you later.